I was like, yeah. how are your stools? Save it for the, for save, save for the, for the pod. Save it for the pod. <laughs> yeah. I would say my, my poops are mediocre and I would mm-hmm. attribute that to, I know the foods that I can't really handle, but they're so tasty, delish. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's hard to stay away for so long. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I'm eating stuff that doesn't make me poop acid, my poops are great. <laughs> but unfortunately, everything that tastes good in this life doesn't agree with my bowels. I know, I know. Yeah, I I grew up eating a lot of like Italian food mm. and I cannot eat that without just... Just days just on the toilet. Days. Ruining my week. Ruining. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show. This is Female Interns Interview Podcast. I'm Danielle, the host, um, and today my guest is Nick Viagas. Hi, Nick. Hello. How's it going, Danielle? Thank it's- you for saying my last name right. Did yeah. I say it right? You did. How do people usually say it? They say Viagas. Viagas? Shut up. I mean, Vargas is really the big one. Wow. I Viagra. love when they add, okay, I was going to say, is anyone being like, oh, Viagra? <laughs> yes. Wow. You're the first person to ever think of that. <laughs> and then Nick goes to Dick, Dick Viagra. Viagra. Wow. Yeah. My guest today is Dick Viagra. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I used to get bullied because my last name rhymes with duty. Mm. Duty Duluti. So now I have some some of my best friends call me duty. Term of endearment. And but also very alarming to people who hear it and they're like not in the friend group. They're like, excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> what? Is it my calling you that? No, please don't. But Anyway, yeah, Nick, welcome. Um, you're someone I have met through doing comedy. Um, and you're really freaking funny. But I haven't really had a chance to hang out with you and get to know you. Same. So that's why you're here. <laughs> and that's why we're here today. Um, I, I'm curious about just like some basic background. Can you like lay some basic background foundational knowledge for us? Sure. Um, so my uh, name is Nick. Mm-hmm. That rhymes with Dick. We covered the, we covered this. We or? sort of yeah. yeah okay. In fact, we did cover that. That's kind of the main thing. But <laughs> you know, continue to bring it up. <laughs> no, uh, I'm from uh, Mamaroneck, New York, oh. which is like Westchester. Yeah. Um, I'm 27. Okay. Uh, I've been. I did comedy in college. Pretty Where'd seriously. You go to college? SUNY Purchase. Ah, yes. that's an artsy place. It is. It's the uh, cultural gem of the SUNY system. Wow. Um, that's what it says on the shirt. That's what they say. <laughs> no one outside of SUNY Purchase calls it that, but. <laughs> no, I, a lot, anyone I know who's gone there, very talented artists. Hmm. Yeah, this there's a few people in the scene from Purchase. Cool. Josh Nasser, shout out. Okay. Uh, Kevin something, Win- Windsor Garden, something right. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that person. I know them. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I went to SUNY Purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my day job, my nine to five, I'm a social worker. Really? Yes. I have a master's degree in social work. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. What kind of social work do you do? I work in a housing organization. Okay. I'm very disillusioned with the housing yeah. organization I work for. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm the like... Uh, I'm like basically like the assist. I have a title, but basically I'm the assistant manager of okay. the thing. So are you? So you're? 
are you like a caseworker and that you get assigned cases or you're more like a little bit more removed from that? I'm like the, so I was a caseworker. That's, okay. That was the job I started with. Now I'm like the, so I do like supervision. Now yeah. you're just climbing that ladder. Yeah. So now I'm making, oh man. <laughs> now you're making like $28,000 yeah. a year. It's really <laughs> living it up. Uh, yeah. So it, the, the program has like 115 people in it right now about, and there's five case or there's four caseworkers are supposed to be five okay or no actually as of this week now there's three great so retention's great retention <laughs> is really great so i have kind of the rest of them okay and then i oversee the people who see them so is there a story about like your journey into social work uh my journey into social work um uh poor childhood uh <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I was always kind of into like thinking about other people. Oh, okay. So here's, here's really what it was. was yeah. No, don't tell us the fake shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you the fake shit. So really I wanted to be a therapist when I was a kid. Hmm. How and, come, like why, how did you like know what that was? <laughs> I think just, I don't know. I'd like had therapists a lot when I was a kid. Okay. And, uh, like the social work. So, okay. So a lot of people go to social work school, right? Cause it's an easy way to become a therapist. And mm. that's kind of what I was doing. Okay. But I really liked social work. Yeah. I like doing like, like working with people, not having to deal with, insh I mean, they have Medicaid, the program that we do, there's no Medicaid yeah. involved in it. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like I was always like, uh, uh, I don't know. I feel weird, uh, talking about myself in this way, but, uh, like my, we're, I don't know. We're going very like Mark Marin mode. Right yes, now. that's <laughs> this show. My dream is that this show is like is like if Mark Marin was a doula. Cool. So if he had a completely different personality. <laughs> yeah. So if he was, yeah, yeah, cool. If he was like warm and fuzzy as opposed to like grumpy and abrasive, but like just as thoughtful and mm -hmm. you know open. So yeah, please. Sure. And I want to hear about being a doula. I know almost nothing about that, but um. Yeah, I, I just had like a, okay, so I read this book. Have you heard of um, Drama of the Gifted Child? No. Have you heard of this book? It's, no. It's, it's, like, it's like all about love. It's like a book that a lot of okay. people have. Okay, you know? yes. You'll see it on a lot of bookshelves. Yeah. Um, but in it, this woman, Alice Miller, she says like, um, I'm going to turn my phone off also. I just got a vibration. Mm. Um, like most analysts that she knows had like a distant mom. Okay, and interesting. It, make, it makes you like, think about the inside of another person's head yeah. you don't quite know where you stand with them mm. and just kind of you're always thinking about their motivations and what yeah she, and just I, sensitive to their fluctuations and temperament mood and just tone all that yeah exactly and i feel like that's that was definitely true of me and i think that made like me distant mom distant mom okay emotion not like um nothing crazy do you know what i mean sure. but just sort of like emotionally kind of not super yeah super there and i feel like when i was a kid I don't know. I was always like trying to like take care of her or whatever. And that made me. Were your parents together? They're not now, but they were. Okay. When did they split up? I was uh, 14. Okay. Oh, that's a really. It's, it's a rough one. <laughs> that's quite a year. Freshman, that's quite a year. Freshman oh year of college. My God. Or of um, high school. Yeah. Wow. As if puberty is like not enough to really? be going through. Yeah, mine, mine, mine had a clean. I wouldn't say clean break. A messy break when I was six. So okay, that's just sort of once I was literate, like that was the universe I knew. But um, mm. oh my god, fourteen. Okay, 
That's a lot. But so Alice Miller, sorry. I yeah, no, just that's all I wanted to say about her. Oh, okay. she just said that that thing about um therapist having. So, so when did why did you? I don't mean like defend yourself. Why did you not become a therapist? But like, how did you decide to not become a therapist? Well, honestly, part of it's also like, I really like doing stand-up comedy. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. I feel like, if, I don't know. There's no rules, do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of therapists have like another thing they do, but it'd be a little weird if your therapist was doing I know what you mean. I'm kind of like applying <laughs> to some part-time jobs now. And a uh -huh. lot of what I feel like I'm capable of doing is like HR stuff. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh God! Uh, I got to start putting everything on private mode. Like yeah, this yeah. is not. Why are my corporate capabilities so misaligned with my passions? It's not good. What um like what do you think of as the thing that would like make you not get the 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 HR manager job? I mean, I got a lot of Jewish Holocaust mm. like. Uh, makes people uncomfortable like dark makes people uncomfortable i don't know that i'm saying anything that is like so edgy but it's just like the darkness um and then anytime i do post clips about like sexy stuff like it's gross <laughs> <laughs> um like i'm really um, it's just you know that's <laughs> Do you want your HR lady having an Instagram being like, I feel like the velocity of a dick coming is like when you turn the shower off and then press the bath faucet and the water just dribbles out. So I feel like corporate's not going to be super into that. But I don't know. I also, ugh, I'm, I don't feel like censoring. Censorship is so annoying. Mm -hmm. It'd be really funny to do a set of like HR material. Yeah. Like, also, who, just being who here a is respectful. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who here likes to harass? Yeah. You guys, you guys harass. <laughs> we got any harassers in the house? Um, I mean, even being a doula, sometimes I feel a little bit like strange about it um, because it is such a like soft, warm, like emotional. Um, intimate kind of job so then I'm always I'm always a little nervous like ooh, my, my clients kind of like see clips on the internet and I'm just like I, I'm not it's not that I'm so different like I am my normal self when I'm a doula when I'm like you know supporting people I do it like as my person like with my personality I'm not like doing material <laughs> but I'm like I'm I am myself but my my former my my doula colleague Tina was always she would always she would always like tell all our clients she was like and Danielle really likes to do stand up and I'm like please stop please stop mm -hmm. please don't tell them and she was like no like it's part of you people who want to people who want to hire you like they're gonna like that about you it's gonna make sense to them I'm like okay if you say so mm -hmm. but um. So you didn't feel like therapy therapist was super compatible with stand-up comedy. Yeah. At least not right. I know there are people like who do it, but I just for me, I, I don't know. I yeah. feel like I have two different kind of minds with it. Do you ever worry about okay, I worry about this. Yeah, what do you worry about? Um if like a client knew I was a comic, that they would think I was like looking for material when I was yeah talking with them yeah. clients it's like they say that the ones who like who learn that that's what i do they're like oh you must have incredible material about births and i'm like actually it's incredibly unrelatable <laughs> yeah. to most people in brooklyn yeah. i'm doing comedy for so oh. you're in the clear but no that's definitely true um and i think like my family is very like 
anytime my mom says something, she's like unintentionally very funny. Mm-hmm. And I'll, she like cracks me up and I'll be, and I'll just be laughing and she'll be like, oh no, you're not going to put that in your routine, are you? <laughs> well, now I might. That's actually <laughs> a really good idea. Um, but yeah, that is, it is worrisome. Mm-hmm. You want people to feel safe. Yeah. And, and not like, uh, yeah, you want them to feel safe. Like they're not being judged. Or yeah. Whatever. Or like watched and like, yeah. You know, recorded for mind. Yeah. You know, like I was talking to this fucking crazy. <laughs> I know <laughs> this lady was really going through some shit. <laughs> this bitch was giving what birth a loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, do, is your job draining? Um. Yeah. So how, how do you like how how do you make it work with like with stand up? Um. I feel like you're performing a lot. Yeah, I am. Uh, or I have been recently mm-hmm. more than I used to. And, um, how do I make it work? Well, well, actually, yeah. I guess, wait, what's, why or when did you start performing more, more frequently? Um, the big uptick was I started doing shows at, um, Caroline's mm-hmm. and cool. that, that, uh, I don't know. I just like met a bunch of people and I was like getting regular stage time, like a club with yeah. a bunch of people and I feel like I like that's awesome yeah that helps a lot cool yeah um but the draining I, I just think of them as like different mm-hmm. different things kind of if I have a really fucked up day then I I don't perform but um especially now that I'm management mm-hmm. I, I I deal I, I still do a lot of work with the like, like in the apartments and stuff but sure. it's just not not as much. It's more like talking with staff. Yeah. So that's not that's not quite as as draining. Sure. Yeah. Like, like um, it's this like so the housing program. It's this really specific thing where it's like um, people with major mental illness that get like market rate apartments, mm-hmm. and there's like so it's not like a, a a building or a shelter. It's like it's like this apartment basically. Sure. So it's like, is that like different buildings have to have like a certain number of like allotted yeah. apartments that qual? Okay. Yeah. You've, yeah. The, if they announce an affordable housing building, it's usually, it's called supported housing. Okay. You ever heard of that? Eric Adams is really into it, but I don't know. It's the whole thing. Um, Eric, you want to come on the pod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like, um, sometimes getting repairs done in apartments is like very stressful because you have to do with management yeah. which is its own thing yeah. and then the people and that's so it's like they are probably not into because it's, it's like it's like the same structure as section 8 if you know what that is yeah so it's like yeah I don't know yeah so you have to deal with management you make sure they're okay check in with their emotions or whatever and yeah. then deal with them with the clients and yeah yeah do you are you are you using your, I don't want to say using, that makes it sound like um, it's this like, uh, like um, conniving. Like I, do you have like a care, caretaker kind of energy or role in your, in friendships? Um, That is a good question. And I've been trying to not do it as much because it's very, very draining, especially with work and whatever. Yeah. So. Like I've definitely also you can like get into like trouble doing that. Like people like don't fair enough. I wouldn't want someone to do it to me. Like I had a friend who I just really didn't like 
I really thought he was being mistreated by his um his lady. Mm. And like I talked to him about it and it was just not my like place to do that. It was yeah. like kind yeah. of like fucked up because it's not so like he's hard. gonna break up with her. Yeah, it was just yeah. it was it, yeah. That's really that's a tricky that's yeah. just a really tricky situation. I don't know what the answer is in those in those cases because mm -hmm. it's like you don't wanna just watch that happen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like you said, you're not in the relationship, so it's not exactly your place um are you also you also like that um yeah i think i, I think I, I i used to like fall into like a like have no boundaries and i would just be like oh you need to talk until three o'clock in the morning like about your issues like <laughs> let's let's absolutely like on a school night in mm -hmm. high school like let's do it um or just trying to like just make myself small and accommodate other people's my perception of other people's needs or moods and just really like shape shift according to what I thought would make that person feel good or comfortable mm -hmm. um, as opposed to having like a more direct like it seems like you're upset right now. Do you want to talk about it? Like mm -hmm. there was none of that. It was just this very like implied I'm here for you in, in every single way. Um, so I've gotten better about that. But I think I am kind of like. I think friends do feel the like doula energy, you know, in, in being friends with me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Have, um, have you ever been a, a death doula or do you know anyone who's a death doula? So do you know Lee Lan? Uh, yeah, I know her. She just did a death doula training, wow. which is awesome. Um, I, I'm very interested in it and I, I, I can definitely see that being something that I that I try that I mm -hmm. do at, at some point um, in the future. I don't I don't do it right now, but I I think it's I love that. Mm -hmm. I think it's awesome. I I do it just doula work right, like being with people like on the some on at some point on the on the life cycle has made me think about death a lot, mm -hmm. not in a morbid way, just in a like accepting way. And I've just kind of noticed how in denial culturally we are about death. And I want more people to like, it's not a, it's not a happy, you know, bright, sunny thing, but it's real and mm -hmm. it's normal. Um, but yeah, do you know any death doulas? No, not at all. I basically just know that word. That is a concept. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, do you have do you have a big family? No. Is it just you? It's uh, I have um, a brother, one brother. He actually lives like fifteen minutes away from me. He lives in Bushwick. Really? Yeah. You are you also in Bushwick? I I mean, anyone who lives in Ridgewood can understand. Okay, okay. I live like a block into Ridgewood. Okay. So, it's like, <laughs> uh, so yes and no. Got it. We're to walk um, off if anyone okay. wants to wants to murder me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do. So that's great. Um, <laughs> See you there. Do you, so is your brother older, younger? Older. He's, uh, 31. Okay. I'm 27. Cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Are you guys tight? Yeah, we're kind of tight. Um, we're tighter than we used to be. We're not like boys, but, uh, <laughs> we see each other like once a month probably. Okay. Go over to his house. He comes over to mine. Yeah. What was, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, I don't think he's ever seen me do stand-up. Not really? like intentionally, but just hasn't worked out. Ha have your parents? Uh, my, yeah, my mom and my dad have both seen me one time at Caroline's. So like, we heard it's closing, we want to see you. So yeah. Like, what did they, what was that experience like? Um, 
Like, were you stoked for them to come see you, or were you like, oh no? It was kind of like it was kind of whatever. It was so. I have I have an issue that's kind of probably not super relatable to a lot of comics, but my dad he's he's a um, Spanish and Italian, and he's like he's like so supportive. Like he's like it's, oh, that's it's, fucked up. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that is so fucked. It's like he like um like he tells people at the store. Oh my god! That I'm like doing comedy and stuff. So like it's 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 kind of like harmful to like not have anything <laughs> to rebel against. Interesting. Yeah, but he's like, um, yeah, he was. He came up to me and he was very proud and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is he Spanish and Italian? Like he's not from the U.S. No, he's from Long Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, um, my grandparents were both first generation, but okay. he is, he doesn't like speak any different languages. He doesn't okay. have an accent or anything. No. Okay. Yeah. I is that. Yeah, I, I don't know. If that is, your mom's not that way. No, <laughs> she like no. get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was just kind of like that was nice. Happy, you know, happy to see okay. you. Okay. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, kind of but not my dad. Like he tells waiters when yeah, they come yeah, and yeah. like, um, like also like he thinks of it as like a a competition with the other comics. Uh -huh. Like. He'll like say mean stuff about like my friends that are yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not. Why did you do no, that? We were all there's room for everyone. <laughs> yeah. We can all thrive. No. No. And he was like, So did you write all that? I was like, who the fuck else? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What what do your parents think about you doing stand up? I think they're like kind of befuddled. Hmm. Um, they're like trying to be like into it. Um my dad has not yet seen me perform. Um, hopefully he will in February. I'm trying to produce a show at a kosher restaurant in Brooklyn that my friend owns. He's so. like, okay, that's fine. Exactly. That. <laughs> um, and my mom, I did a, br I brought her, she came to like a bringer show at yeah. um, one of the clubs in Manhattan. Um, and, you know, she was like mortified the whole time, but also like everyone else was laughing. So, mm. you know, it's like some kind of confirmation, like, okay, she's not, she's not crazy for <laughs> yeah. doing this, but I, she always is like, I really wish after that set, she was like, I mean, I, I really, it, you know, I, I liked all of your jokes. I, it's, it's just that one, I really do not like the word. <laughs> and I don't know why you have to say that. Is that necessary to say? I'm like, it absolutely is. <laughs> it's also not for you. <laughs> um, is there another word you like prefer if you? I know. For I was like, what would you rather I say? Erection, <laughs> hard on. <laughs> What's your favorite word, mom? Yeah. Um, but she also, I do a joke that I'm from like a community of rich Orthodox Jews and mm -hmm. like, I'm, you know, ask the audience if anyone else was raised by villains. <laughs> and she, after that, after that show, she was like, oh yeah, another thing I was just going to ask, like, you know, is it, is it necessary to say like the, the rich part? And I was like, that's eh, integral. That's <laughs> actually integral to the joke. Absolutely. Um, so I think right. she's someone who is very, um, very preoccupied with respectability mm. and like the notion of like, what will other people think? Um, and that's embarrassing. And that's sort of what I think I, in my life, am rebelling against. Mm. Um, 
and there's just no way around it. I'm like, mom, I'm, this is going to be embarrassing. This is so either on board or not. And they're not like uh, super against it, but it's, I don't know. I wouldn't say that they like get it exactly, but I don't think yeah. most people, most parents, like even parents who are supportive, it, I don't know. They don't always know, like they don't always get it. Yeah. Yeah. They certainly don't understand like what motivates you to say yeah. owner. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what on earth could possibly <laughs> motivate you to say boner? Um, were, were you into performance as a kid? Um, yeah. I was in a... So when I was in fifth grade, my speech therapist said that I should... There's like a theater group for people who stutter. Mm -hmm. stutter. So when I was like pretty young, um, I joined that Join that group. Cool. What yeah. was that? How old were you? I was, what does that make me? Like 10 or 11. Okay. And then, um, yeah, my, oh, yeah. Tilt the mic a little bit more towards you. Oh, like yeah. this? Cool. That's Worried about hitting my head again. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, my, my dad was always into, to Broadway when I was mm. a kid. He worked at Playbill cool. when I was a kid. So he was like, I never liked like musicals necessarily, but it was just kind of around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was in, uh, yeah, it's called, it was called uh, Our Time. Now it's called Say, the Stuttering Association for the Young. Mm. So. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, oh. Say, yes. Okay. Say. Got it. <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you, did you make like, was that a place where you would like make lasting friends or? Yeah, um, yeah, I still have um, friends from say. Actually, I worked there for like a, on weekends for like a year and a half. Wow. Um, yeah, like when I first moved to New York a few years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would say I made lasting friends, yeah. Yeah. Is the stutter something that you talk about in stand-up much? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm actually trying to talk about it less. Interesting. Because I don't want to be like the stuttering, con or, you know, it's probably going to happen regardless, but um yeah i don't want to be like the stuttering comic but yeah i have a fair amount of material about it yeah someone already called me the holocaust comic and i was like <laughs> well great <laughs> i don't know how to i can't undo it whatever <laughs> so i just want to say embrace it <laughs> but i completely feel you yeah the i yeah the holocaust comic you should get like like shirts and, and, merch, and cars uh, visors yeah <laughs> shoehorns the holocaust comic <laughs> oh god um were you, did you, did you do, so, okay, comedy specifically. Sure. Was that something you found as a kid? Yes. Yeah. I was always into like a Comedy Central, you know, mm. they used to, they used to play, I mean, they used to be a channel. It used to, <laughs> there used to be TVs. <laughs> <laughs> you kids listen. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. And then, a lot of kids do listen to this. Right. You make sure of that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. You advertise it on like. I can't even I go, I, I go to preschools. Yeah. I go okay. to preschool. Like, this is how you'll learn to talk. You'll like, listen uh, to me talk about Holocaust and boners. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm the Holocaust comic. Hi. I have a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have, like, a song. I'm the Holocaust comic. Okay. No. I'm, I'm actually, um, delete, not going to do that. But, okay, Comedy Central. New theme song. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, like, you know, they just play half hours all the time. So, yeah. I just watched that a lot when I was a kid. Um, and it was really into podcasts in high school. Ooh. Got into Comedy Bang Bang and Mark Marin. 
when I was like Whoa. 17 or so. Yeah. That's cool. You, that's a cool, that's a cool high schooler. Yeah. I wow. was incredibly cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you, do you still listen to both of those shows? Uh, I listen to Mark Marin kind of here and there. And for, for anyone, can you ex- like, uh, just give a brief, ec- like description for anyone who is not familiar with those shows? Sure. So Mark Marin, he's like an unpleasant, uh, he's like a crank, mm-hmm. um, New York Jewish, or he's not a New York Jewish, he's he in really Arizona. He really seems like a New York, but he's from Arizona. It's yeah. so strange. It is weird. It, he's like, my grandparents are from New Jersey, but it's like, it's it's more he's, than that. <laughs> yeah, he's so New York. Like, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's like an interview show. He was like one of the first, like, comics that had a podcast. And it started out, he would like, I, he, he was like a drug addict and really unpleasant for many years. And all the episodes would 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 be him, like, either apologizing or not apologizing to, like, comics he'd gotten into fights with, basically, oh over God. the years. Yeah. Um, but now he like interviews a lot of actors and shit like that. And then, um, comedy bang, bang was like, it was like an improv podcast, but it was like the LA alt scene, basically just, just, they would come in and improvise and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not really part of your listening diet. No, anymore. Um, I think that um, comedy bang bang is not good anymore. Interesting. <laughs> That's why, why I stopped. <laughs> how come? Like, what's? Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, I think they like. Uh, let, me, let me. I don't know. I just felt like they kind of were doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again. Okay. Mark Maron, though. Also, he interviews a lot of actors. I want to hear like comedy stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So not yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like, I enjoy his conversations with comics where they, where he, you know, as he would say, probably like talk shop. Yeah. Um, Cause like he loves comedy so much. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just very compelling to listen to it. Yeah. Um, you listen to a lot of podcasts? I do. Well, I feel like I don't listen to a, like a huge variety of shows. I kind of have a few pods that I'm very loyal to. Okay. I'm not you know against like you know adding some more shows to my roster but um but lately i have maybe like maybe like a handful of shows you're like a joe rogan kind of very much <laughs> very much uh-huh. that's sort and actually that's jordan sort of peterson. it mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. joe rogan jordan <laughs> peterson and you forgot ben shapiro yes those my are favorite. my boys those are my boys <laughs> daniel's boys <laughs> Yep. Oh my God. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is like what I think I could like could have turned into if I just stayed on my teen Republican path. Oh yeah. Cause you were a conservative when you were a kid. Yeah. And you went to law school. I did. What was, what was the mom reaction? Oh, love that. (laughs) Still is like, are you sure you don't want to take the bar again so Uh you can pass this time and be a lawyer? Um, yes, I'm sure. (laughs) No, yeah, that's a very familiar, safe um, choice to both. Both my parents were like, law school, we've heard of that. Absolutely. Yep. Got it. Understood. Understood. Check. That's yep. a real job. Doula, what the fuck is that? That's like a doctor, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you go to, to grad school shortly after college? No, I went like, or, uh, I don't know, I went like three years after. Okay. Whatever that, okay. is that short or not? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, ju- I just got my 
license and stuff like a month ago. Wow. So I just I just finished up. Mazel tov. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's very exciting. Uh, law school. Yeah. Were you thinking about comedy? Were you thinking about law school? Birth? Is where I like found comedy. Really. Um. I I always liked to laugh. <laughs> I I, I was a me, I was like but... a musical theater kid forever. Mm -hmm. Um. But didn't really do much of it in college. In college, I got more into like I started playing in like an instrument, and I got more into dance. Um, so I was still like very into performance and like being around performers, but not as much theater. And in law school, I randomly watched Rory Scovel's special on Netflix after my first like during my first summer of law school. Just like absolute brain explosion moment where I was like, okay, yeah. well, I didn't know it could be like that. Yali das. You know what I'm saying? For the, is that what he's saying? Anal. Yeah, anal. That's, that's what it is. Who's done anal? <laughs> anal. Has anyone tried anal? I have one joke where, little oh jacket. my God, the little jacket. <laughs> so good. It's so funny. I've heard him and um, Kate. Berlant. I feel like I hear them reference more than anybody really? else when I talk to comics. Yeah, but he's they're so two, fucking funny. Yeah. They're my two. Those are my two. Yeah. Those are my two. <laughs> those are my boys. <laughs> oh, Kate, I gotta watch her thing on Hulu. I gotta watch that ASAP. You gotta have a pot of Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, oh Rory Scovel, oh Kate Berlant. Kate Berlant. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> they are all sitting at a table. Wow. Um, yeah, I... I like I I in high school I really liked like Dimitri Martin mm -hmm. and Louis C.K. and you know he was he was good at stand up, um, but I was very kind of still like in the like respectability mindset. I was like, aren't they embarrassed? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. how do they say these things on stage? And Dimitri Martin like just so I I couldn't relate. Like he made me laugh so much, but mm -hmm. I was like, my brain isn't like that. I don't know how you do that. Um, but yeah, once I saw like Rory Scovel and also Kate Berlant, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Wait mm -hmm. a second. <laughs> Law school. What the fuck am I doing here? I gotta, I want to be silly. I want to mm -hmm. be silly in front of people. Um, and yeah, the doula birth work was also, um, I like did volunteer crisis response in law school mm -hmm. and I just felt more competent at that than law school and I was like oh maybe I'll do that after school instead of being a lawyer but was like okay crisis response we're gonna burn out really fast mm -hmm. but I don't know why I didn't turn to social work I was just like looking for other um, avenues where there was room for like emotional companionship um, jobs like that and then I found yeah. doulas and I was like what okay mm -hmm. I'll do that yeah because yeah, social work, I mean, you get into it in school, they talk about it like you're going to be like a freedom fighter, like that you're really going to be on the front lines and stuff. And you're like uh, a bureaucrat. Yeah. You just you just do paperwork all that, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. I I love about, I don't do any. That's so sick. It, it really yeah. is. I mean, and I'm not needing to find more work because it's just not a sustainable living, um, mm -hmm. at least the way I'm practicing it. Yeah. Um, but it is pretty sick. Uh, yeah. There's not much like admin to get bogged down in, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the, especially, yeah, the, I was talking about ragging on the agency I work for. The, they have you do a bunch of institutional researchy paperwork too. Mm. So it's just like, 
you think you're going to be like empowering whatever you know i don't even know what i thought it was going to be but well like, it's like a very human to human yeah. job yeah but you're just like and then they're like fill out these forms you're like weighing the poor like you're collecting you're collecting like biometric data on like medicaid oh recipients God. yeah great <laughs> really great looking for a new job I don't really know enriching <laughs> are you really yeah. are you looking still social work but just a different because i've heard different I've only worked at this one agency, but I've heard other placements. Are better. Yeah. yeah. Do you have, um, of like a vision of what you're what you're going for in in comedy, or are there particular art performers or artists who you are trying to emulate? Whether that means like I want to hit these milestones the way they did, or like that style really speaks to me. It's a very open-ended question. Um, definitely. I have no idea what I want to do with like the career part of it. I, people have asked me that before and I'm like, I like to do comedy. That's yeah. my, that's the thing I like. Or like, yeah. I don't know. I definitely don't like acting. Mm. Um, I don't even really like, I don't know. I wouldn't do like a one man show. I don't even know if I want to like tour. I don't even, I really haven't thought about that much. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just curious. But yeah, in terms of like comics I like or want to, I'm almost kind of like doing impressions sometimes. I feel like I, I really like Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. I think he's just so good at writing jokes. Yeah. Like he's just so rawly like talented. And yeah. Like, like he's like a, a craftsman. Really, really a craftsman. He just makes, the guy oh. makes so good about tables it. yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. a good dead baby joke it's like a nice chair <laughs> yeah just ah the warm blanket mm. and the nice chair <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah. he's really he's really talented yeah he's super talented i love yeah i love him but and just yeah i like a lot of really like unpleasant like i like mark maron mm-hmm. like joe de do you like his his comedy um i mean i'm not like you know sure <laughs> dying laughing but i i love i feel very like I feel very seen by his comedy. Yeah, I feel very similarly too. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I I laugh like he make he does make me laugh, and yet it's it doesn't feel like oh you're an artist that I like in the same way that like Rory Scovel to me feels like an artist, and I don't mean to diminish Mark Maron, and yeah, also totally. he doesn't give a shit, but um, it feels like oh, that's an orator I really like. Just, oh, I want to just go to a pub and like hear him rant. Yeah. <laughs> He's a ranter and I really like it. I love hearing him rant. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like warm tea or something. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I really liked Anthony Bourdain. He's not a comic, obviously, but like it's a similar kind of like yep. crank, mm-hmm. sober mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, but I like like um, Joe DeRosa too. You know I, I don't, I'm not really, like I, I know who that is and I, uh-huh. I really have not delved into his his catalog. <laughs> well, he whines. Um, he hates people. Okay. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are kind of... In terms of like career... Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't that's, know. I, yeah. that's fine. I, do, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Do you feel like you're chasing something? With with stand up because I feel like something's got to motivate a person right to like get up and do it. It's not like a well, just do stand up. <laughs> like yeah. you got to try. Yeah, I I mean I like uh, doing new material. I mean that's like kind of the most exciting thing about it. Mm. Like I like. Um, sorry, I don't know if I've been talking not in the mic, but um, um, 
I don't know. I should think about this stuff more. No, I. It, it just feels you're you're, go, you're doing yeah. you're doing you. That's, yeah. It just feels good. I don't know. Good. I like doing it. Like yeah. how it feels in my body. Has it always has it always felt good, or do you feel like it's worked up to it? Yeah, it used to feel bad a lot. Also, because of the um the stutter. I mean, it, it, when I was a kid, it was much more. I was much more symptomatic for it. Mm. But um, and right now, like it it doesn't happen that much. But it happens more when I'm on stage. And there's like one in like 20, one in 15, one in 20 shows where it really like fucks up the set. Mm. And that, that does not feel good at no. all. Like people like, um, like they leave like feeling bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. It's a unique kind of bomb. Yes. It's a unique kind of bomb where people are like, yeah. hey, like that was really cool that like you tried that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're so brave. It's like, oh <sighs> no, yeah, you don't understand. I'm actually competent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I was like, I do, I do. You gotta, yeah. yeah but How does it, I mean, this part in the ignorance, um, are there particular triggers that like elicit the stutter more? Yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm, when I'm nervous, it happens more. Okay. Um, if I'm like agitated, especially when I um, first meet people, um, my when I'm around my girlfriend's mom, it's really bad. Really? Yeah, because I feel very much like I have to like yeah be a certain way perform. And, perform and, yeah. yeah, it's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Um, and when I how I, long have you known her? Uh, the mom. Mm -hmm. uh, two years. Okay. Something like that. Um, but and also, yeah, when I used to do Adderall, I would, for some reason, I would stutter a lot. Too. Were you doing it recreationally or were you taking, okay. Deeply. Deeply <laughs> recreational. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What was, was that like a long era? It was a life? very long era. Yeah. Um, I actually, so I used to have more of like a, a porky pig kind of stutter, like kind of a more discernible, like. Ba 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 sort of stutter, and uh, that's what. Porky pig stutter, so sweet. I thought of this idea. I don't. I don't think it's a stand-up joke, but um, if I ever give an interview to like refer to Porky Pig by his first name, like I know him, like Porky. Oh yeah, me. Oh man, he's so nice to like new stuttering comics. Porky, I love a really Porky. Good guy. Porky's so sweet. <laughs> whenever I talk to him. Um, but yeah, then uh, one day I took a lot of Adderall, mm -hmm. and it switched to like this the thing where I like, like kind of suck my teeth mm -hmm. and it's kind of more of like a twitch mm. kind of. And the, I don't know, people on like meth twitch. I'm know. more like a meth guy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Used to have a stutter. Now it's kind of like a meth That's twitch. More meth, you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> you guys know, <laughs> you guys all do meth. Meth. Anyone? Well, I mean, Adderall, you know? Yeah. Um, does the, does the porky version ever like come out? Yeah, sometimes. And um, like if I wanted to, I could probably do it while I'm stuttering. So yeah, like when you stutter, it's like a th it's you, the stuttering is not being able to say the word. Mm -hmm. The like secondary characteristics. Most people, it's like different what they do. Yeah. Like I have a friend who I met at Say, who um like she goes like this. Like she just goes. Like that, and kind of like moves her, like moves her head back, moves her head back, kind of silently. I know a guy who stomps his feet. I know a guy who like huh. 
breathe it in really deeply. It's like a thing that you sure. do to try to get the word out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, totally. It's actually more conscious kind of, but also not, I don't really know. Kind of yeah. is, kind of isn't. Yeah. I, I used to, um, I, this isn't me just being like, I'm trying to relate, but I, I used to, I, I, I was never treated for it and it wasn't, it was never like consistent. I couldn't discern what the triggers were, but I definitely stuttered or like had, it had some sort of, is it, would I say speech pathology? I don't know. Yeah. Something like that where Disfluency. if I was speaking like off the cuff, like answering a question or something, it would be like in school, like just pause for a really long time. I just couldn't get it out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was always very like a, a scary moment. Like, what's happening? Where's where's the word? Like, yeah. I know how to talk. What's happening? Yeah, and people are like, so can you think while it's happening? It's like definitely. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's what's so. Oh, it's like do it, just say it. It's like you know the word, you can't say it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh, a lot of it's a uh, mind fuck. A lot of children stutter, and then they like most people grow out of it by the time they're like eighteen. Something like like nine out of out of 10 like the vast oh. majority of people yeah yeah it, was it something uh, you were like peers drew attention to like, were uh, you bullied for it um like not as much as you would think yeah in this way like really can't explain maybe it's because i'm so tall or something <laughs> honestly fair <laughs> <laughs> like people definitely knew and i definitely was bullied about it sometimes but like not as much as you would like i always had friends yeah. i was never like yeah like hateful were, towards the world were or your parents like any type of way about it no they were always super cool super supportive like and also I, i've been to school in westchester so there's a lot of like services available yeah stuff. like i had a really good um i have a joke where i um really uh shit on speech therapists but i did have a one that was very good when I was in elementary school. She referred me to a lot of services. Like she didn't actually help me like get rid of the, yeah. the stutter or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was just like a good place where I could talk about it with someone. And yeah. Um, yeah. My parents were always cool. Um, yeah. And I got signed up for that theater thing. Mm -hmm. I remember one time I was like, I was a little kid and I was um, crying for some reason. My dad was like, you know, you didn't stutter the whole time you were crying. I was oh. like, that doesn't do that much for me, but <laughs> I don't know. But sweet, you know. Yeah. When did you try stand up for the first time? So the first first time, I didn't really do it seriously until really like two years ago. Yeah, but like just first yeah. time you ever like yeah. went on stage and was like, "What's the deal?" You know? <laughs> yeah, I was saying something stupid about being tall. I think I was mm -hmm. eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I went to one open mic. At the Grizzly Pear. Whoa, when you were 18? When I was 18. Damn. On my year off between high school and college. Okay. I contemplated wearing a suit to it. Wow. <laughs> but you decided against it. Decided against it, yeah. How did that mic go? Uh, pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, pretty, were you pretty like, much like, I'm not going to do this again for two okay, years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't do it again for two years? No. Okay. And, well, what yeah. were you doing that year? Like the gap year? Just drugs, basically. Oh, Just cool. nothing. Were you living at home? I was living at home, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, so when my parents got divorced when I was 14, my dad still lived in the house for my benefit. Isn't that crazy? Was it your benefit? Was <laughs> no, it to your benefit? <laughs> not at all. 
Um, but so he moved out when I was 18. So it was just my mom and me in the house. Mm -hmm. And I think like the finances changed. So like, it was just like, basically I saw like my childhood house kind of like get like dirtier. And then oh. like, like he got shut off. It was just, it was a rough, it was a terrible year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I really did nothing. It was kind of a waste of a year. Okay. Um, but it, it was good because I was like, I never want to be like this again. I kind of was like more motivated yeah. in college or whatever. What motivated you to take the year? I don't even Was it, I mean, like, did your friends do, was it common? My brother did it. I think oh. that's why. And I had a couple friends who were also doing it. So okay. we could all smoke yeah. weed together. I feel like I don't meet <laughs> a lot of people who've done gap years. I, I did one as well, but oh. it was like pretty common. Like the little community where I'm from, they like ship you to Israel to some like religious seminary. Hmm. And uh, you study Talmud all day for a year. Did you like that? Oh, I loved it. Cool. I was like the po I was like a poster child for it, because <laughs> um, I was like that was just after my peak Republican uh, fidelity. You were like a little over the hump, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I definitely still like this, but like I wasn't getting more into it. Like mm -hmm. I cause was just seeing more of the more like institutional misogyny just became harder to mm -hmm. reconcile, reckon with, reconcile. I don't know what the word is, but um, yeah, it was a very like there was no. Um, <sighs> It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take a gap year and like find myself and discover things and, you know, exercise autonomy. No, none of that. Um, I'm going to go to a school that has a very strict dress code for, you know, it's for girls only. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, infantilize you because you're a girl and whatever. Like, I love all these rules. rules yeah, rules, I rules. loved rules. <laughs> no, but I loved rules. I uh -huh. felt so secure i was so afraid to break rules were you like were you a rebellious kid totally i'm i yeah i i really admire people that are like that who love rules no we're fat no. i was a fascist i was <laughs> okay. a child fascist well there you go it probably makes you more like uh able to be in the world though if you hear rules you're like oh great i'm gonna follow those rules for sure and even now yeah. like i know <laughs> i know there's with someone it's like if someone's like talking really loudly at the restaurant or like anywhere i'm kind of like oh shh, please mm. like don't no, we have to behave mm -hmm. i was gonna ask that earlier like where do you see the respectability stuff now in your fuck life? respectability cool i hate it i think it's just it's a tool for control to control people but if someone's talking loudly no oh. but that, that's when like i i feel it in my body i get this like anxiety of like oh i want everyone to just like calm down stop being so rowdy but i don't say anything because i'm like danielle like these are adults <laughs> uh mm -hmm. and if someone's gonna get kicked out for being rowdy like that's on them you don't need to be the counselor here you don't need to totally. like you know um whatever not my job i was trying to like like shepherd the sheep i don't know cool. like yeah 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 you know you don't you're, know. I don't no, know. you're not the head of the restaurant. You're not the exact, CEO. Exactly. Yeah. I don't work for the restaurant. Like, why am I concerned with yeah. like yeah. how we're affecting? <laughs> why am I concerned about with how we're affecting other people's experience? <laughs> well, like that. It's that is something I am very preoccupied mm -hmm. by. But in terms of like respectability and like being like being away a and like being like being embarrassed. I don't. Mm. I'm. I'm so. I'm very over shame. I was like so controlled by shame for a long time. And now I'm like, that's boring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm over that. That is, yeah, being obsessed with respectability. It's a way, I feel like that means you're ashamed all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Ugh, I'm so sorry. Ooh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, 
very like focused on like politeness. Um, yeah, making as little noise as possible, you know. And I'm like, no, I'm noisy. Like I'm not, um, I'm not violent or harmful, but I'm noisy for sure. The boners. That's where. We're, that's the where boners. And here we find the boners. And back, it all <laughs> comes back to the boner. <laughs> but you were you were always rebellious like even from a, a young age pretty much that's kind of what i remember i was in a i was like a i was in a, a band in high school Ooh. like that was our what did you play i was the bass player i play bass no way what yeah. electric upright like, uh i played upright when i was a kid because i was tall so okay. they're like this is the instrument that you play sure i don't know if, <laughs> sure. don't know if you, you knew this but this is the instrument that you play and i was like okay fair enough um so I kind of knew like a little bit from that. And then, um, yeah, there was like divorce, weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that all yeah. became me in a band. <laughs> yeah. That's, yep. Yeah. That'll do it. Do you still play? Uh, not really. I have a guitar, but not really. Um, the My fiance, actually. Oh my God. Yes. Recent development. Um, she's a musician. She actually well, just came back from tour like at 7 a.m. this morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, she's asleep now. Still. What is she? What is what's her instrument or instruments? She singer. I don't know. Yeah, she's a singer and she plays a cello. It's like <gasps> her cello and a laptop. Whoa, yeah, it's very cool. That's badass. It's kind of like I don't want to say art pop, but because it, it has kind of more of an edge to it. But it's like edgy that, art pop. That edgy art pop. That cool. kind of area. Yeah, that's very freaking cool. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait, you're engaged. I am engaged. When? Since when? Uh, November. Was that a whole thing? Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. I mean, it was, um, yeah, we were in Europe. We, and we were in, uh, Spain and I had bought a ring thinking that I was going to propose to her. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I did. And she was like, yeah, we had already talked about it. You know what I mean? It's not like, it wasn't super surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. She was like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's, how did you guys meet? Uh, online. We met cool. on Hinge. We met, uh, like. Two weeks before the pandemic. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So how did that work? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think we were both kind of like doing the single in New York thing and then kind of just like everyone left towns. So we we're like, we kind of like, you know, we don't see anybody else basically. So we just like spent every moment of the day together for a couple months. Mm -hmm. And we just like, I don't know, like fell in love and are dating now. Oh my I mean, god. I mean now married, basically. Yeah. yeah. Her name is Alice. Alice. Shout out Alice does computer music on, <laughs> on Spotify. Yo, Apple my music. girl, she does computer <laughs> music. Shout the fuck out <laughs> Alice does computer music. <laughs> Whoa. Did you, is is getting married something you have wanted for a long time? Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted like, uh, I like stability. Yeah. Even when I was single, like. I felt like I was always like trying to get into relationships kind mm. of. or like, even if I wasn't, it was like a, you know, like a six week kind of emotional thing that was maybe not always whatever. Yeah. A little messy. But. Have you been in, <laughs> in many like serious relationships prior to Alice? Yeah. Um, like two serious ones. Yeah. Okay. But they were long. Like I, my, my girlfriend in college was like two years. Mm -hmm. dating another girl for like a year. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Well, what are you, are you feeling like particularly excited about anything 
like about being married or is like is it one of these things like eh, not much is going to change we're going to have insurance together and <laughs> yeah i mean yeah we live together i mean i'm excited you know it's just an acknowledgement of a level of like mm -hmm. trust in our relationship yeah I, um yeah i was like a a bully in high school a little bit i just i don't want to make it seem like i was too like too a certain kind of way but um yeah i mean i'm excited about like um being around her all the time and she's a she's a musician so she gets the like comedy lifestyle yeah kind of yeah um yeah i'm excited to like I'm excited about her I'm excited about like hanging out with her all the time yeah, yeah. oh that's good that's really good <laughs> it is and uh, yeah like yeah love that wait so you were a bully i was <gasps> not really okay so here's so i i was bullied and i i i bullied and uh i bullied a guy because he was short and like handsome and like had like <laughs> and you were like that's fucked up <laughs> yeah i was like you i would call him a whore wow cutting words yes and he was my friend too it was like <laughs> i was i was bullied by another one of our friends and then oh i would bully God. him it was like very messy oh boy i just i've, I've made i don't know i've I don't want to sound like I'm just, you know, you understand what I'm trying to say? No. Cool. Um, mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> bullied people get bullies. Yeah. Bullies were bullied. Yeah. Maybe. Often. <laughs> Often. In some way. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't want to sound like an angel or something. I feel like I've been like, yes, I'm a social worker. I worry <laughs> don't about things. Worry, I'm engaged. I love my, yeah. I don't know. Just I love my lady. Love my lady. <laughs> I love yeah. helping people. Yeah. And I love bullying people. I hate short guys. <laughs> <laughs> when you, do you feel like you still carry the like rebellious spirit? Yeah, I do. Um, especially at work because <laughs> mm. I'm, I just, I just don't follow like directions well or, mm. and then like staff meetings, if I like don't like something, I like probably don't phrase it in a super respectful way mm. <laughs> or I like, uh, yeah. Or just like in comedy, like I, the whole comedy, like I tell people to shut the fuck up a lot. And, yeah, yeah. 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 When you did that, when you did, when you were, when you were hosting popped collar, it was so, it was just really fun to watch you host. Thank I was you. like, oh, you don't give a fuck. No, I'm, I'm really mean. <laughs> yeah. It's people. awesome. We were talking about upstairs, but yeah, like I told the woman that I was going to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was a lot. <laughs> she was being quite a lot. She was loud in she my was defense. Very loud. In your defense, she was loud and did need to be killed. So, well, there you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. And that's my fault? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you didn't even kill her. I know. That's that's a lot of people forget that. People forget. <laughs> Nobody's talking about that. Yeah. Nobody's talking about how you didn't actually do murder. Headline, I did not I did not murder anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Subheadline, I did say I was going to. <laughs> but I said I would. And I still might. <laughs> yeah. But so far, no. So far, okay. Oh my gosh. Do you and Alice have like share many friends or do, are you part of like very different social groups? Uh, we used to share more friends, but yeah, we, uh, we have a couple in common, but it's kind of clear who the camps are. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, clearly this is like my friend that Alice is friends sure, with. You know sure, I mean? sure. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, if this doesn't work out, they're on my side. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like we had like a little in engagement party and I feel like she knew anyone I invited. But sure, not sure. Like, we're not in like the same friend group though. Okay. She hangs out with mostly like noise musicians. You know about I, this? No. 
I've been you, you hearing about more this? and more. <laughs> you about this shit? I, I don't really know what, what that is. Um, noise music. It's like, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to be the ambassador to noise music, but it's like, it's like really abrasive and really harsh. Okay. Music that sounds like noise. <laughs> it's not like, do, 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 do. Sure. Like, it's, it's like, yes. Okay. Kind of like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's noise. That's for sure noise. Yeah. Okay. Is, but she. But that's not how she would characterize her music. No, I don't think so. Does she enjoy like? Does she enjoy noise music? Yes, she likes it a lot. And she oh. likes the scene too. It's a very like lively Ooh. scene. It's like a lot of like this crossover with like crust punks or like punk music or yeah dance music mm. like um yeah who does she like she likes like deli girls or dream crusher or um machine girl i think okay. those are like kind of like the big people when yeah. i think of noise music i just think of like all the bathrooms and bushwick bars yes like with, with all the <laughs> stickers and shit it, like, that's what it sounds happening? like yeah yeah it sounds like the stickers in a bushwick bar bathroom how that smells and looks that's how and also how it smells sounds. <laughs> oh man are you what <laughs> Is is music a big part of your life? Like a separate from, you know, your fiance? Uh yeah, I would say so. I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. What, what kind of what kind of music speaks to you? Let me think. What was I listening to on the way here? Um What was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to this group called I think it's called like Angelus or something. Like you know, like hyperpop? Mm-mm. Like Hundred Gex or like like um uh like like pop music with like sped up vocals and like really low um bass music uh what else do i like i listen to a lot of like boys to men like Ooh, 90s r&b kind of music yeah. <laughs> smooth music yeah i listen to i listen to love making music <laughs> oh i love that i love that so much <laughs> yeah um like 702 or uh d'angelo okay a lot of d'angelo oh my god D'Angelo is my guy. Yeah, you that like was, him? I, so I, I guess I've had a Spotify account for at least 10 years. Uh -huh. And when Spotify Spotify did a thing like, oh, your 10-year, I don't know, analytics or whatever. Mm -hmm. And D'Angelo was my my most listened to artist. No and I was like, this is huge. Yeah. This is huge news. Um, he fucking rules. He freaking. is so good. Yeah. I was at a party in law school at someone's apartment and it was like a. I don't know, someone's phone was like plugged into an aux cable and people were going over and like requesting, just putting in like songs. And I I put on a D'Angelo song and then someone <laughs> heard it and was like, who put this on? We're not trying to fuck right now. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe we are. Yeah, you're Why? not trying to Yeah, fuck you're right not. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <sighs> what a party pooper. I love D'Angelo. Do you remember which song? Probably Brown Sugar. Yeah, cool. Because it's like, that's light. That's it's, like yeah. That's that could be on at a party. That yeah. could be on it. I was like, this is a plausible party song. <laughs> yeah. You're gaslighting me. <laughs> yeah. You should Damn do some of these other right. ones. If you think no, that one yeah, is love some of the other ones are. It, it wasn't like you know. How does it feel? Okay, yeah. I didn't put that music video on <laughs> where he's dripping. <laughs> that would have been great. If you had just have you seen the Jamie Fox? Yes, I have. Okay. Where he's like. Tweaking his nipples. Tweaking really oh, yeah. so good. It's so good. <laughs> that's so funny. Do you know what that's from? I think it's from like an SNL, an old SNL oh, sketch. Okay. Cool. I think. I don't really know. The part where he like puts his fingers by the button and smells. Oh it. my God. It's just, and he's like water just like pouring <laughs> yeah. down his body. Yeah. Ooh, it's great. 
Yeah, that rules. It'd be really funny if at the law school party you like took out a projector. Like, oh my god, no forced every, <laughs> everyone. Shh, shh. <laughs> We're watching a very important cultural movie. <laughs> it's a full length three minute movie. This is important for my culture. This is okay. really important for my culture. <laughs> uh, when Spotify did that for me, mine was Pavement. Ooh. When I was in high school, I was into a lot of like. Um, it was in hardcore music. Like wow. It was in like Minutemen or like Descendants okay. or, uh, but yeah, or very like Pitchfork yeah. core music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> pitchfork core. <laughs> your animal collectives, mm -hmm. your, your pavements. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Have you lived outside of New York? Uh, never once in my life. Never once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Westchester County. I lived in Rockland County for a year. And then I lived in Brooklyn. Now I like kind of live in Queens. <laughs> wow. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to change that at some point, but I don't know when. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where, were you, uh, where are you from? I am from Northern New Jersey from Bergen County. Okay, cool. Um, And yeah, like went to high school in New York City. Um. Went to college in New York City, mm -hmm. left New York just for, for law school, went to Boston, okay. um, and then came right back. I did a few summers, like law school summer internships in out in California, like mm -hmm. in the Bay Area. Like I still lived in Israel that one year in the, you know, in West Jerusalem. Um, but yeah, yeah. Other than Boston, I haven't really lived anywhere else long term i would say mm. yeah the most exotic place i've lived is nyack, nyack mm. New York. wow <laughs> oceanfront <laughs> hudson river front wow yeah i worked at rutgers for a year no way for um for two years what'd you do i was a research assistant it was the worst job in my fucking life i hated okay. it i hated it so much why i was i was bad at it <laughs> my um I wasn't passionate about it. I thought that you had to do that to be a therapist, like oh. to do research and then get a I see. PhD, but you don't absolutely don't have to do you that. Absolutely the lab I was in was like failing. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe because of partially because of me. Um, my boss was mean to me. Oh. It was just, it was just a bad, it was a bad time. Yeah. And also like, I was like seeing a girl. I didn't like that much. It was, it was just, it was a lot That's of That's really bad. It was, yeah. yeah. The divorce year was bad. That year was bad. Those oh were the two bad, God. bad years. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, the divorce year. The divorce were year. You in your, were you, was your brother in the house? In college. He was ready in college. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there were, yeah, there were like two months where my mom got sober, my brother left for college, my grandpa died, I started smoking weed, and my parents got divorced. Packed year. Yeah, that was the divorce Packed year. Packed year. <laughs> are you still, are you still a weed guy? No, nothing. My Nothing. Temple, my no, temple's clean. Your temple's clean. Um, coffee. That's it. Okay. Why? Or like how? What was that? What was that journey? Yeah, I was just kind of hitting it a little too hard for a little bit, mm -hmm. and um, I went to the the doctor. It's actually Doctor S Wang. Okay. Do you know he, he's is he on billboard like signs and stuff? Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to blow anything up, but okay. it's uh, nearby here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. He, yeah, he has a big sign. And um, uh, yeah, no, it's just like my blood pressure was high. It was, it was just there were a couple of things where it was like for how old you are, like this shouldn't be the way it is. Yeah. And I, I had never been above like 205 before and I was like 228. Okay. I was just kind of like, this is not working out. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, didn't 
it was like a nothing crazy do you know what i mean but just wasn't headed in the right direction yeah, yeah. was alcohol big for you that was the big one yes that was uh, alcohol. alcohol and adderall the, the big ones okay yeah. okay yeah and so- ketamine and weed <laughs> <laughs> Those were the four big ones. <laughs> <laughs> sort of my, <laughs> yeah, my four archangels. Yeah, so those are my Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson. That's your Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Nick's boys. Shapiro. Oh my god, those are your boys. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. But so, yeah, so stopped doing that. Um, immediately, like felt re- better recently. Not that recently, like a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like lost a bunch of weight, felt better, exercise, eat better. Everything's yeah. completely normal now. So yeah. yeah. Wild how yeah. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> also like didn't really lose any friends, like really was not, you know, probably should have happened before that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's more like, uh, kind of like a health scare more than like an intervention yeah. or, you know. No, no one was worried about me in my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No one give a fuck. Also, um, it's like New York. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's probably true of a lot of a lot of people. Like, For sure. Probably a lot of people we know like drink every night. And, yeah. Like do drugs once to more than that a week. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of, maybe because I'm tall or something. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I pulled the wrong card. Yeah. Health wise. Are you, um, are you interested? Do you ever use psychedelic drugs? Um, yes. I, I don't think I ever did them right. I did them when I was like a kid to get like fucked up. Whoa. But never really recently. Okay. Or I did them in, when I went to Utah, which was like two years ago. Me and Alice did acid. What were you doing in Utah? It was just like, I, because of um, health profession, I got my vaccine on like January 2nd of that year. So, and that was like the most COVID safe kind of. Yeah vacation so we went there oh cool. but it's just like yeah there's no one anywhere so that was really good yeah but yeah i did acid in like ravine there whoa and that was what was that like it was pretty scary yeah but i i, I felt very i feel like i did it like a, a tech ceo does acid where like, <laughs> yeah. i felt very like powerful like, yeah yeah, it, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, i felt like i rode the wave kind of like i didn't get too scared <laughs> yeah um, yeah, I felt more just like amazed the one time I did acid. I was mm. like, people look like this? Like I just, <laughs> everything looked weird. Yeah. Like everything was strange. And I was like, whoa, I'm really glad my friend's husband is like t- watching us, babysitting us yeah. right now. No, it, I don't know yeah. how to read right now. So We drove to a ravine with no cell reception. Oh boy. So we had to drive out. Oh my God. At some point. And like, oh I also was kind of not having a great time. And I kind of had to be like the, there was a trip sitter. Oh my God. It you had to be the doula. Yeah. I was the doula. Oh yeah. my God. I was the ego death. You doula. were the ego death doula. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I had to, so was, we were kind of managing that, managing my own experience. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the optimal way to do it. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm probably open to doing it again, I think. I'm not that kind of sober or whatever. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm just curious. Especially if there was like a doctor around. <laughs> you know, like, like I was like doing like a psychedelic treatment or whatever. Yeah. You know what yeah, I really yeah. want to do? You know the MDMA stuff where you like yeah. don't eat for a day and then you have eight hours with a therapist on Molly? That sounds Sign sick. me up for that. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Yeah. I also heard about M- like MDMA therapy, like clinic, like some kind of clinical trials where you're in one of these like 
sensory deprivation tanks or you're kind of like in like floating in a little pool like in, mm-hmm. in the, it's the room is dark and you're on molly and like someone's talking to you and you cry and shit and i was like wow i'd like to do that <laughs> yeah that, that sounds, sounds very nice a plus to me yeah um how many how often do you do or what's your experience with psychedelics um, I'm not too experienced at all. It all started in law school. Sorry, my foot Sorry. is like truly in your space. Um, um, it sounds like you did a lot of stuff besides law school. Oh yeah. Like, law school was like college like for me. It's like yeah. where I feel like people find, like learn a lot about themselves in college and make a lot of friends. I did not. I was just like still trying to, I was like slowly finding myself, but law school is where I like really found people where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, these people get it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I became a little bit of a pothead. Um, not like, you know, nothing crazy, but. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my I had two friends in, in law school who were, it's so funny, one of them especially, like she's so like buttoned up. She like every day to school wearing like business casual, like looks like such a tight ass mm-hmm. and it literally knows everything about drugs, like can get you <laughs> anything from the dark web, like yeah. just is so like, it's like, oh, you want DMT? I actually have some. I think I have some extra from that time that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Feeling her pockets <laughs> for like DMT and you know, whatever. Um, so... Just kind of like I had no exposure. I didn't know. I was like, oh, I didn't know people who wear cardigans like did acid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was just like so just kind of ignorant about everything. And then I was like, oh, well, she's like measuring out the dose and like writing it down in this notebook. And she was like, just always did it. So like there was always someone wa- like supervising. And I was like, I mean, OK, I guess I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with with mushrooms in law school. I think I, yeah, mushrooms I've done a, a few times and I really do enjoy it. Um, but it's way better. It's just like, I've only ever done it kind of like in nature. Mm. Um, and it's very, it's like very moving to do that. Mm. Um, I've never gotten in a city. I don't know if I will. Maybe yeah. I will, but I don't know. Yeah, I've never done drugs in the city either. So it's been either like Westchester nature mm. or my house or Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anytime, uh, weed actually, especially when I was in high school, I feel like every time I smoked it, I just got scared. Like, that's what I did. Same with psychedelics. I was like, all right, I'm going to be scared all day. Oh, today. my God. <laughs> were you, were you like, smoking before school? Yeah. Whoa. Before, during, after. Yeah. Whoa. And I'm just, like, have a panic. Like, why, <laughs> if you're smoking weed, like, why would you want to go to class? Yeah. It makes no. It's not. It's like um, how like some people talk about like f- like fingering a girl. It's like just doing something to do it, like, yeah. or just saying to like have a story to tell your like shithead friends. Yeah. Or it's like oh, I spoke to you before like math. It's like why? Who, who gives a shit? Like why would you do that? That's not good uh, for anyone. No, I didn't learn. I didn't yeah. like it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What was yeah. your? Were you like? Were you a good student? No. All right. <laughs> uh, I think. Um, was sorry was there no just like I don't know if some people like had some have like an aptitude for school so they just like were good at school but didn't like it some people are just like yeah no I'm like a curious kid like I loved math not me not my story (laughs) you're a fucking sick freak if you like math just kidding one of my best friends is a mathematician if you like math and he's crazy turn this podcast off turn this podcast off what are you doing here go 
Talk to a computer. Talk, be, go be a computer, okay? God. Go, oh my God. Well, no, yeah, um, I was a good student in, in college, um, but I was not that good in high school. I, I was like, okay. I think my GPA was like an 82 or something. Like just kind what, of unremarkable. What did you, what did you study in college? Uh, psych and, and, and uh, um, anthropology. Oh. That was kind of a, a porky pig one. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? We so, got a little porky action. Thank you so much <laughs> for bringing that. <laughs> for letting us see. <laughs> Pulling back the curtain. Yeah. Oh my God. A little porky came out. That's great. I love Porky. Oh, he's what a good sweetest. guy. He's such a sweet guy. Yeah, he's the nice. It's like Marty. People say Marty, but Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. The P-Man? You're talking about the P-Man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's so sweet. <laughs> a little pee-pee. Um, did, did you like, did you like grad school? Um. Yeah, I did. Where were did you do that here in New York City? Hunter, I went to Hunter. Oh, um, yeah, I liked um, in particular the clinicals because you have to do like a clinical internship for social yeah. work. I liked that a lot, and um, I had a great professor who wrote a great book called The End of Social Work. Where there's there's a lot of things in social work school where they tell you you're going to be a freedom fighter, and they tell you like, um, or just like I don't know. I experienced this like, um, uh, I'm trying not to say duality because that sounds pretentious but like it's kind of like i don't know tension or something between like i've worked in a social work agency and like every executive of a nonprofit is like guilty of war crimes like they're like they're like <laughs> they're not good they're not good they're people not and they good. don't run they're like a business person yeah nonprofits like, are uh, yeah it's yeah. so it's a whole it's its own sort of monster they decide whether people have houses or not like there's, mm -hmm. there's like evictions happening in the housing program that I'm in. it's insane oh god and like they have msws and i'm in an msw program and they're saying like this is about equality and it's for racial justice or whatever and it's nah. like, there's, there's, if it is like a lot of people forget that <laughs> but anyway so there's this one professor i had named steve berghart who wrote a great book called end of social work where he i felt like i talked about uh just the things that like aren't weren't talked about that much in in some of the classes the ones i'm talking about um so he talked about like um yeah like um social work school becomes a cheap way to become a therapist so mm -hmm. like social workers use lose like union power and they lose like they just lose social workers like yeah. the people who think you can become a private practice therapist and then like make a billion dollars which is hard by the way it's not yeah. a done deal no you you have to get clients mm -hmm. you have to get an accountant it's a business pay, like yeah it's a business for the real estate it's all yeah that. it's a whole thing and uh yeah I don't know. so he talked about that he talked about like unions and social work he talked about how uh most people are unsatisfied being a social worker and yeah. um how like a lot of social work programs are pretty kind of like a degree mill yeah to for therapists definitely yeah yeah, and it's also, oh, it's so weird to, like, meet someone who's a piece of shit who is a social worker. <laughs> it's the main, you know, probably, it's the main sort. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's actually a lot. Yeah. And you're like, what? People say that about nurses, too. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yes. Yeah. Um, And my mom just got an MSW, like, I think last year. Mm -hmm. and, and she's good? Or? She's the one who kind of, <laughs> like, you know, had Fox News on all the time yeah. in my house. And she would kind of always, like, complain to me about how her classes, like, 
Ugh, everyone's so woke and, and I'm like you're literally becoming a so why are you becoming a social worker <laughs> she's like resenting all of the like freedom fighters you know yeah. discourse mm -hmm. um but at the same time is very like passionate about like elder care and like preventing mm -hmm. elder abuse and like you know there are things she really cares about but um but yeah but also is like not hates unions you know <laughs> it's Make any sense. Mm -hmm. Well, and yeah, like a caseworker that was designed as uh, that's like a law enforcement position. It was designed to like go into like w mm. women's homes who are getting a like single mother benefit to like Make suss sure. out if they yeah. have a husband who's supporting them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think a lot of um, a lot of there, there's a lot of contingents of Hasidish communities mm. who are guilty of that. Like it's, they don't get legally married. Um, they just get Jewish marriages or religious marriages. That way they can still claim um, like single mother and, you know, mm -hmm. collect those benefits, um, mm -hmm. which is really good. It's a really good thing for Jews to do. It makes us look good. <laughs> it's good for our image. I didn't realize how many Hasidic people also like, so many Hasidic, Hasidic people in NYCHA, there's Hasidic people around EBT, there's mm -hmm. Hasidic people who, a lot of like social services in New York go to Hasidic yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's, yeah, no issue with that, obviously. No, but, but it's- just, um, you, just, you just don't realize. Yeah, it's, I find that kind of interesting, like a community that is so tight, like, and so insular and so- um just like its own ecosystem that it's still kind of sucking off the teat <laughs> of the government yeah. or whatever. Abusing um, entitlements. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, getting handouts uh, <laughs> is kind of, it's odd. It's like, oh, I don't know. Aren't there like, surely there's enough, like there's like a couple of, you know, wealthy diamond dealer <laughs> it, in the in the community can't they kind of hold everyone i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know how money works so but yeah it's kind of fucked mm -hmm. or not fucked it's just it's it's interesting it's there's interesting. but yeah the 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 hasidic population like different leaders have relationships with different like government officials like i you know is i don't know if jerry nadler is like still in the house of representatives but like he, yeah, like, you know, there's like all these rabbis telling people like vote for Jerry Nadler because he gets us this and that. And it's very transactional and it's very, I don't know, there's something a little cynical about it. Um, am I just ranting about Hasidish people right now? I love it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They're like not really good to women, so I don't care. Um, Isn't there like a lot of abuse and stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. That also, it's just like. Nothing gets reported because, right, it's like, you, you know, you don't, you know, you don't snitch, like, to the Goyim on, on your, on people. Um, would, would you get any, like, um, you, you said you're raised Orthodox? I was raised modern Orthodox, modern which is Orthodox. a particular flavor of, of Orthodoxy. Would you get any kind of, like, points with Hasidic people? They, that? like, fully think I'm Christian. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Cool. <laughs> they, yeah, I, I it's really interesting. Like the more, yeah, like to to non-Jewish people, like the way I grew up is like, oh my god, <laughs> like what? And then to to your average, like you know, Hasidish resident of Williamsburg, they're like, that's not 
she's a fake Jew. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't exactly know how they would characterize it, but like it's not nearly um, as restrictive or as because one of the main differences between how I grew up and um, any any different kind of like Hasidic community is modern Orthodox is like tries to have have their cake and eat it too. They want to be like really insular and um, only marry each, you know, stay in breeding and stay like only socializing and living amongst each other. But like go to Harvard and like work at Goldman Sachs mm-hmm. and like participate in society like to a degree, like go see Broadway shows, but like not the super inappropriate ones, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this weird like arbitrary participation in secular society whereas like a Hasidic community is like no 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 if you like college first of all no and if it is then maybe Turo maybe maybe Yeshiva University but even that is like um it's way it's there's way less room for participating um no smartphones like Mm -hmm. no tv no like cultural consumption of like outside um I just feel like I did a monologue. No, I mean, I don't know any of this stuff. It's interesting. Did you grow up with religion? No. At um, all? Both my parents are lapsed Catholics. Um, so like my, I went to like baptisms for my cousins. Okay. Um, and my dad just married a woman who's a Eucharistic minister. Ooh. So um, we went to. What does that, what's, what does that mean? It, like that's not. Yeah. What does that mean? It's like the highest you can get as a woman in the Catholic church where you just, you, you, I don't want to say just. I, you, I don't, you'd like give the snacks? Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> you pass out the fucking snacks. Yeah, you pass out the crackers? <laughs> yeah. So she did the Eucharist. She did the whatever. Okay. So we went to Midnight Mass this last year because uh-huh. I was uh, curious. It's not like yeah. they forced me or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my p- parents both went to the Catholic school. and um, But no, not, we like never went to, went to church. A couple of things for family, like the weddings were always Catholic. Because mm. yeah, my my mom's um, Irish, so that's okay. Um, I used to say I'm like a a Catholic Optimus Prime. It's like ah. Spanish, Italian, and Irish. <laughs> Whoa, for real. <laughs> but I, and I sometimes I feel like I have some of like the complexes that a Catholic person would have just through like osmosis, like but, guilt stuff. Yeah, like you, you uh, did, really, like weird stuff with like um, sex and stuff. But um, uh, no, not like not. I didn't get that from attending church. That's so interesting. I wonder where you got that from. Probably it's stuff my parents were they kind of shamey about sex or like yes. just not talk about it? Just not talk about it more. Okay. I remember when I told my dad they were doing like the sex talk in the health class, he was like, um, listen, all you need to know is once a month, women they just get really like emotional. Oh! <laughs> that was the sex talk. Not saying, entirely wrong, but really not the whole picture. Definitely not sex. Definitely not sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes bitches be crazy yeah. once a month about that's like, really funny. God, that's all I need. Um but um there was cool if I had like a girlfriend over there, it was cool about like yeah. letting them stay or whatever. That's but um cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my dad was just kind of like sexually inappropriate. Like when I think of my dad, I think of like an opera singer. Like he's just he's just so like just dramatic like, with yeah. every little thing that he does. Wow. And um, yeah, he would like talk about how hot women were when we were like I, I definitely remember as a kid 
like him like looking at every woman that like walked by. Wow. And uh, also, what else? Like, this, is yeah. he kind of like womanizer or just sort of likes to look? <laughs> I, I think he was always like faithful to my mom, yeah. but just like a big, big talker. Yeah. Like I remember... Um, uh, like he told me that he really liked like thigh high socks when I was like a little kid, <laughs> like, like, like that kind of just like cool dad, thanks. cool story. Okay, or like um, I yeah, she's probably not gonna listen to this, but my like he always talks about how pretty Alice is and not my sister in law, mm. and like he's kind of like touchy. Like he, he started like kissing on the cheek, which he like never did when I was a kid. yeah. Never oh does boy, that. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, so your brother's married? Brother's married. Okay. Yeah, so Alice is a nemesis. Uh, yeah. She's the other woman. Yeah, exactly. I joked about making them fight, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> do it. You should do it. Yeah. You should definitely do it. Alice definitely has reach, but I think she's too nice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have the doesn't have the Twitch. reflexes. Yeah. Doesn't have the reflex. Not a fighter. <laughs> not not a, fighter. a fighter. A lot of good things. Not a fighter. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, being touchy. Oh boy. Oh no, boy like oh nothing. Boy. I, like, I know. You know, what I know mean? But We're just like, but like even, suddenly Italian. Yeah, oh, now that. you kiss on the cheek. <laughs> yeah. What? Both cheek. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's very funny. Oh yeah. My god. Or well, yeah, like um, yeah, it's talking about like um, he was into Broadway too. Which is like so. That's very funny. Which is so weird. Um, we're talking about like Bernadette Peters or Patti Lapone. Like, yeah. And he's like very sexually explicit. Ways. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Your dad's into Bernadette Peters. That's really funny. Yes, definitely. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is he still into theater? Yeah. Oh. He um he late in life got a master's degree and uh, now he like adjuncts uh, theater history at Hofstra. Whoa. Yeah. So he he's and he's like he does. Um, he lost his job at one point and he became a full-time writer. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he still like writes books about theater and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Haunted Theaters. That's his latest book. Wow. Check it out. Shout out. Haunted P Theaters? Yeah, that he, sounds good. He wrote a book about Haunted Theaters. It's called Good Morning Olive, Robert Viagas. Check it out. Robert Viagas. Yeah. Oh my God. Alex's Computer Music. Alex's computer yeah. music. Good morning, Olive. Dad does haunted theaters. <laughs> My brother's address is. <laughs> <laughs> the fight between the sisters-in-law. Oh my God. The dog fighting oh ring we're going to start with the wives. In like a mud a mud fight <laughs> kiddie pool. Oh my God. Hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. It's going to be great. Wow. Haunted theaters. That's incredible. Well, we are coming toward the end of of the conversation. Um, where where can people find you or see you? Where can people find me? I guess just follow me on Instagram. I'm at, and we've talked about this. My Instagram at is at male underscore comedian. I do feel very connected to you in that way. I feel like it's, when female I change intern, my name, though, male like, comedian. People, yeah. people are like, do you know female intern? Do they? I was, really? Yeah, I swear to God, people say that. To me. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, in fact, yes. yes. In fact, yes. I'm aware of female intern. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. We should we should do a collab. Yeah. We, we gotta do have... a merch collab. Yeah. 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 A lot of people are asking for it, so we should definitely do it. Bathroom signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Male comedians, female interns. <laughs> then we need a third one. I love one it. 
gender neutral. So it's an at underscore male comedian. Yep. So it's at male underscore comedian God, on Instagram, God. Twitter, and TikTok. Imagine someone follows me on TikTok. Imagine, just imagine. Yeah. What about Venmo? Also on Venmo, Venmo. we got at Nick Dash Viagas. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm also female intern on Venmo. Damn, I gotta yeah, do that. You really do. You really. That's do. the real one to lock down. Nick, you you really do. <laughs> you really do. You really need to go Well, thank you, yeah. thank you so much for for doing for doing this episode. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I think in this moment, I said I want to know a lot about being a doula, and we didn't really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to hang out again. Yeah. Right. There we go. Yeah, I'd love to tell you about it. Cool. Sounds but, good. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. All right, Connor. Mm-hmm.